and roll. You're listening to Live and Loud with the Lord. Nelson, that is. that is and i am honored to have some great 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 guests today man uh these guys are unbelievable one's here right now that's gonna be just wonderful the other guy might pop in but it it, it doesn't matter he's gonna represent for both of them this band is amazing i remember first meeting them in salisbury north carolina at a at a place called uncle bucks i don't know if he remembers that or not but it was, uh, yeah, he's done, he's done 50 rattlesnakes million shows. Too. The rattlesnakes <laughs> too. Yes, Uncle Buck. Yes, yes. Uncle Buck. <laughs> so ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, we have the amazing band, Whiskey Dick, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Indeed, What's up? Man. Hey, bro. Man, thank you for- Thank you for being here, man. I really I appreciate about it. I say the same thing, man. Thank you I for really having me, it, man. Yeah. It's good to see uh, see you and, like, talk to you, man. It's been a minute. It's been a minute, man, but it's been good. But I, I, I've sat there and I've watched you guys, you know. Thank, thank God for social media. We're able to do that now, you know. One of, that's one of the good things about social media, let me say. So uh, yeah, I agree. Able to keep up with you guys and see what's going on, man. So the, the first question, there's two questions I always like to ask at first. First question is, where are you guys from? Uh, Fort Worth, Texas. Fort Worth, Texas. So both yep. of you are from Fort Worth, Texas. Yes, yes sir. Okay. Both, both of us right here, born and bred on chicken fried steaks and, and uh, <laughs> illegal weed. <laughs> yeah, well, hey, listen, we're 420 just passed, right? <laughs> I know, I had to say something. God bless that day. <laughs> <laughs> awesome man so what is the best thing about being from fort worth oh man uh you know honestly the people here in fort worth are what makes this town what it is um there's a lot of cool history here mm-hmm. and stuff and uh i think versus uh other nearby cities we won't name dallas at all <laughs> <laughs> but the people here are more uh receptive to being considerate to each other and and you know it's not so high strung uh but they appreciate the music on this side of things you know which is uh which is cool because that ain't wherever where you go we've got a lot of a lot of uh mix of stuff around here too Mm -hmm. you know and uh the people just make it make it great man they come out they're good people they're nice they wave they say hi, you know, they let you over in traffic sometimes. Uh, yeah. So it's a different speed of, of, of pace. So, and we're being here as long as we have all our friends and family and everything. So, right. it's it's our heart, you know, in here. So, awesome, man. Yeah. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Hell yeah. So as I stated before, you know, we first met at Uncle Bucks in Salisbury, North Carolina. He said the rattlesnake. Now that's where you said that. I was just like, he's on point with it. Man, they used to make me big to go yeah. tub that shit, right? And send it on the road with me. That's all love. Awesome, oh, yeah, this is great food. They're great food. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Speaking and, from uh, a big and, guy's perspective. <laughs> and everybody there, that was always a good place, man. Yes, it was, yes. it, and we got to meet you. So, yeah, yeah. same you know, here. I feel the same among, way. Among other people, we've made a lot of friends out of that yes. place. So, right, indeed. Uh, indeed. Always, Uncle so, Buck, love. Yeah. So, so my thing is that I, I want to tell you that. So, I was impressed with what you guys were doing. So to me, you, you draw the fans in with great music and comfortability. And um, it's like they feel they, they've grown up with you. 
You know, yeah. that's how it, it feels to me. That's what I saw. And uh, and they know you well. So heavy, heavy metal honky tonk is a dope mashup. So what yeah. or who lit the fuse for your style of music? You know, uh, we when we first we were both in, in two metal bands, right? Okay. So we, and then we started doing this just for us. And the stuff that came out of us was just natural. Mm. Some kind of me and him had this connection. So we just started writing whatever we liked. Gotcha. And for a long time, we you know, we had the roots with the the blues and the and the country, old old country and the old blues mm -hmm. and the, the the good root, the root of everything here right. in American music right. Uh, right. is comes from blues, in my opinion. Yes, sir. You're right. And uh so we have all that in, in us. But then we have the metal aspect where we're like, got to get our shit out <laughs> right. and get, you know, that release. Yes. And uh, we just started writing and it kind of, kind of happened. Uh, one song would be some sappy country love song and the next one would be like, fuck yeah, you know? <laughs> so, but uh, we always liked having it on acoustic, you know, cause it was, mm -hmm. it started that way. Yeah. Just, we never changed it. So the, the heavy metal honky tonk, it came from the name, the title like that mm -hmm. actually derivative from uh, when we were touring in Europe a bunch. Uh, and they were calling us like acoustic, heavy metal country, something, something, something. And I was like, holy shit, I can't even read. And all of that, I... So I was like, boom, heavy metal, honky tonk. It just kind of flowed. So okay. it kind of makes sense. We don't really, I'm, I'm really rambling on on your question here. No, you're sorry. not. You're, you're but speaking well. We're kind of tapping in a lot, a, lot of, a lot of different genres, you know. Mm -hmm. So we don't, it's hard to put us in a genre uh, in like, you know, pigeonhole us into one genre. So, right. so we came up with that and it kind of covers the whole aspect. <laughs> so, do, so do you do you feel like you guys were the first ones to really do this, or do it on the scale that you're doing? You know, I I feel like me and Reverend both feel like we started doing this type stuff mm -hmm. before any of it was known about. I'll put right. it that way. There right. might be guys that, and and uh, I can tell you, like right around the time the Straight to Hell album from uh hank third came out mm -hmm. we were like man this is cool like we've been doing this type shit for a long time right and and it started you know great uh gaining speed mm -hmm. and everything so that kind of helped us along a little bit i think but uh yeah we you know we we never uh changed our our i guess our uh formula gotcha. at, at all. we just stuck with it so so you, so what you're really saying is that you guys were the foundation. You started it. Everybody else built off of what you guys, what you guys created. I love it. I mean, you guys are pioneers, man. You guys are pioneers. I, I, I feel that way, honestly. Yeah. You know, I embrace I, it and claim it. Yes, sir. Yeah. You know, it's it, and the other thing too is when we're when we're working on a new album like we're doing right now, mm -hmm. we do not only do we write a lot. And we pick and pick, you know how it is. Yes. Pick shit apart, lyrics, notes, everything. And uh, so what we've been doing a lot is researching other bands mm -hmm. that are similar to what we do. You're doing, okay. Can't find nothing to mm -hmm. to 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 compare our basically our our rough mixes to mm -hmm. on like Spotify, like to hear the different levels of like what do we need to bring forward, what you know. Can't find nothing that's like what we do. Wow! I'm not, I'm not. I'm saying that in the most humble way I can. <laughs> it's frustrating almost because we're like, damn, does it sound good? Like, is the mix good? We don't know. <laughs> There's nothing to compare it to. Right. So uh, it's kind. Of, that's kind of like a, a big. Uh, I guess, like, it makes us feel like we're kind of standalone in our own thing a, a lot of times. And even guys that do try to do what we do that have come along since we've been doing it, mm -hmm. it ain't it ain't it ain't what we do. <laughs> so 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 you know that that was the thing that caught me. You guys came in there, you sat down, you pulled your guitars out, and I just started looking at it. I was just like, 
You're like, who's the hell did Buck open? No, I'm just like, I'm just like, what are they about to play? Because you you caught me immediately because it was right. different. So I was like, oh, they're yeah. just gonna play an acoustic set, like you know. And then all of a sudden, man, you guys went into it. I was just like, hell yeah! <laughs> I said okay. I said yeah. they are into this, and I said it's love. I, no, I, I loved it immediately. I was just like. This is super dope, man. I love this. This is really, really good. And and I'll tell you that when I was with Stuck Mojo, we did a, a, a we were at a festival, uh, the Irmit Spec Festival. I always talk about it all the time, Bacon and Eggs Festival in Germany. And yeah. this this band, and I'm sure you know who they are, Hey C Dixie. Yeah. So when I when I at first I was just like, man, are they like Hey C? And I was like, no, they're not. <laughs> they're not. You guys really have your own thing, and Hazy Dixie has their own thing also. It's just really different, right. you no know, different. But uh, they're, 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 I guess more they got that blue cra- bluegrass mixed up in there, and you know, with them doing a lot of covers and stuff. But uh, yeah. nah, man, you you guys truly have something special, man. So embrace that and love that, man. No doubt, yeah, no doubt. I appreciate you saying that. Yeah, that's a beautiful thing. So that I, I feel like that's why we've been able to do it uh, mm-hmm. for the seventeen years. You know, yeah. Too. yeah. Something man, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. love. Yeah. So, so when it comes to writing songs and lyrics, do you stay in a certain box, or do you feel free to do whatever you want to do? We feel free to do whatever we want to do. Uh, the only thing we don't really touch on is politics, right? Right. You know, and that's just because to me, I I, I don't really put that in my music. I don't mm-hmm. talk about it online. Uh, to me, that's people's personal business and yes, sir. and feelings and stuff. Uh, so we don't do politics. Other than that, we we whatever the hell we feel like. <laughs> yeah, listen, right. We that's the deal. You, you, yeah. <laughs> that's the deal. You guys have some songs like I was like, oh man, that's like, <laughs> and I just yeah. smile and laugh. But that's the freedom and the and and you know you being you guys being creatives that you can go right. out and just feel free to do. That's the great thing about music, man. It's art. Yeah, it's art, 100%. It's subjective, but, man, it's, it's just beautiful to be able to feel free to do what you want to do. That's, that's love, yeah. man. That's and love. not everybody's going like, to like your art. But that's, that's right. That's, that's part of it. That's right. I could do a painting. You'd be like, damn, that looks like a turd. But somebody <laughs> else somebody else, be like, oh, that's the uh, the gateway to, to <laughs> <laughs> the perspective of how people see things, man. Right. And hear things, right. man. It's love, man. Uh, awesome, awesome, awesome. So let's run, let's let's run down these albums right quick. Cool. Rebel flags and whiskey. Right. First, First class white trash. Oh, you you let me you go ahead and run them down. I mean, I, I'm reading them. You go ahead and run them down. You run them down. Uh, let's see, uh, Rebel Flags and Whiskey is the uh, first album release that we ever did, mm-hmm. 2005. Right. And then shortly after, we did uh, the first class White Trash album. Mm-hmm. And uh, we that one we did, we recorded in a different studio down in Austin. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Drunk as Hell came out, I believe it was 2010. And then uh, from there, it was just like, all right. Let's let's do something different. Wicked mm-hmm. Roots, the Wicked Roots album came right. out, uh, and then we've got in between the Wicked Roots album and from the Devil's Boots album, mm-hmm. we've got the live album. Right. Uh, so we released that, and then from the Devil's Boots, uh, and then we had uh, the Bastard Sons of Texas that came out in uh, 2015. That's right. the last. Right. studio release that we had mm-hmm. so it's been a minute <laughs> so okay well uh, i'll ask that other question I, I mean i could ask it now but i'm not well we'll, we'll ask it now so the the uh the limited edition limited edition vinyl oh yeah 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 i was gonna wait to let that be my last question but since we're talking about the music what's up with that yeah so uh we actually that's a good question because i wanted to talk about that um mm-hmm. We, we hooked up uh, our buddy Pincus. Uh, I'm not sure if you're familiar with J.D. Pincus, but he's a really good uh, like psychedelic solo banjo guy. Okay. From Ash- he's in Asheville now, so he's close to you. I'll but uh, him out, yeah. He turned us on to uh, Onama Media Group mm-hmm. and basically did the introduction for us, which uh, opened up 
an avenue. Me and Reverend have been doing everything DIY for so long. It's to the point where we need some help. Right. And I don't, I don't know all the shit that I should know. Things change, you know, yes, so we got with Onama media group mm-hmm. and those guys there have been badass. So they basically took our, they took over our band camp and mm-hmm. making it, making that all uh, up to date and everything. Gotcha. And, uh, and through them, we're doing the vinyl release, mm-hmm. the first pressing ever of the drunk as hell album which for us is massive because gotcha. we don't uh we can't do the first two because we don't have the master mix anymore <laughs> so really? long ago yeah. we might have the second album but the first one we lost that whole <laughs> that whole mixer's gone really because we did it on a 16 track digital boss recorder gotcha. and wow. that thing took a shit and everything went with it but wow. everything else we've got but the okay. drunk as hell was has been the one that we really wanted to put on vinyl for basically since we released it got you so we went with that um that album first and uh they're helping us get that out so right now you can pre-order it on Bandcamp, and right. i believe it's the turnaround to get them is pretty quick. It's okay. uh, not like a year or nothing. Right, right. Uh, so we've got that. Plus, they did our merch site on there. So we have items up on Bandcamp. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so nice. we're, and we're, uh, I don't know how much I can say right now, but we will be doing more vinyl releases through our Bandcamp. Just same, same way we did the Drunk as Hell. So okay. we're looking, looking to get all all the albums that we can out on vinyl as well so plus the new one that we're working on yeah 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 so 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 the new one that you're working on what kind of direction you guys going in or you just it's free to just do yeah we we kind of did like we do with all all of our albums we we don't really uh put a like a theme or anything to them except for the wicked roots album that's the other one but um kind of all over the place the tracks mm-hmm. but it's really this out the new album we every album we've done and i think a lot of bands do this and i would hope you try to outdo your last album right you want to you want to grow and, and make push yourself basically okay. so this one we really we've had seven years mm-hmm. to push ourselves on these songs they've evolved with taking some off put some on take put it back on right so this one's got a little bit of everything uh there's like a soul track mm-hmm. that i wrote um there's a there's the course the honky tonkin party songs right uh the heartbreak songs there's the the songs that make you think then there's the metal shit yeah the really heavy shit we right. got some like doom metal tracks <laughs> yeah, so we're doing some weird shit and we're not holding we're not uh restraining ourselves to just what we can do live either yeah so, so we're bringing in uh our buddy james honeycutt who's a really well known uh solo guy is mm-hmm. uh, amazing he's just fucking beautiful voice like an angel right uh and and a hell of a guitar player so bringing him in Okay. He's going to be doing some uh, harmonies with me, mm-hmm. vocals, which we've I've always done my own harmonies. Right, right. So that's something new, and a lot of other shit too. Uh, just any instruments we can think of. There's piano on the track. Okay. So we've, we've kind of touched in all of our normal whiskey dick uh, realms that we get into, but we mm-hmm. really dove into them and like went deep on this one so there's some dark dark heavy shit uh the yeah. lyrics the lyrics have been rewritten a bunch because i've just really been uh trying to really get my what i'm trying to say mm-hmm. uh and not just do it so in the 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 easiest simple way i'm really digging digging in there and getting getting nasty with it <laughs> i can't wait it's fucking rad it's fucking rad that's awesome, man. So, I, so I, I'm going to ask you a question, but I want to ask this one first. Okay, so from the first album to the latest album, how much do you think you guys have grown as musicians? You kind of touched on it a little bit. 
Oh yeah, man, big time. Yeah. Uh, musically, musically, we've grown tremendously. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Reverend's constantly researching and learning and doing things, and I'm feeding off of him. Right, right. Oh, because he gets <laughs> he's the genius guy yeah. with the he gets so, it. but yeah. yeah. We're really pushing ourselves a lot these days, mm-hmm. man. And, and I, me being sober from booze uh, for the last five years, I've been able to really hone in on that and, mm. and not just be kind of a hack, you know, and, okay. and really push myself to learn new chords and new chord infrastructures and, and try different uh, vocal melodies and, mm-hmm. and ranges and pitches and tunings. So it's been, it's been really uh, a lot, a, a lot. We've come a long way, I think, uh, just from, I listened to our first album right. and I love those songs, those tracks, and those are like some people's favorites, but I can't, it's horrid. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> oh, I can't handle it, man. I'm like, oh yeah, these are good songs. That's bad. You know, a lot of those times, man, <laughs> The most rugged and raw things, man, you know, they, they get those feelings of it because they, they feel it. That's why I say you guys kind of put that out there that, that people know you. Like, you right. know, hey, man, Fritz lived right next door to me, man. We used to hang back out in the backyard, man. He used to play guitar. We just used to – it's that kind of vibe, you know? Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah so no, those songs will always be great to people because whoever they've touched. Right, they've obviously touched people, man. So yeah, so that's, that's a blessing too. Yeah, yes. we're extremely grateful that we've had that happen. And off of that first album, those tracks mm-hmm. would be the ones that people have have said to us. This song got me through this. This song, right. all off of that fucking album. So we actually we we actually been throwing the idea about re-recording the album uh, yeah. and, and just, you know, not changing the tracks. Uh, I mean, the, the songs at all, just re-recording with our skills are a little better these days. Right, 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 right. Because no, we released that one, that Reverend did the mix, the master, everything on that. Yeah. Every bit. So, uh, and, you know, we had the shitty equipment back then. Plus, made it, made it work. Uh, we were babies, you know. We we uh, we fucking would write a song, be like, "Oh yeah, it's good. Let's wrote it. Let's record it." <laughs> yeah. Next thing you know, we put the album out. <laughs> now I'm like, "Ah, oh, that's on jukeboxes, son of a bitch!" <laughs> oh, I love, man. My buddy walks into the bar all the time, man. He's one <laughs> of our booking guys and, and uh, tour manager, and he put every time he'll put fucking. Uh, He'll put, he'll put uh, five bucks in the jukebox right. and play all our shit. I'm like, man, <laughs> can't be doing that. Just, just don't do that. Like, play, play one or two. You're killing me. <laughs> I can't. I gotta go. <laughs> hey, man, people love what they love, man. That's true. They love what they love. That's a good thing. But you gotta support. <laughs> that's, that's, that's yeah. So we touched on it a little bit. Cool. What? Why was? Why was there such a break? from you know you guys took a break from that last album to what you're doing now uh yeah honestly man we were we were touring like hardcore at that mm-hmm. point um uh europe a lot too right. so we were back and forth in the states we were over there four months out of the year usually maybe longer mm-hmm. and then when we were in the states we were gone right uh, so a lot of that time we were writing and then we took two weeks off mm-hmm. to actually lay the album down and Rev's folks had a house in Arkansas that was up in the woods and nobody around. Right. And so we took two weeks off and went up there and actually recorded the album. Oh, awesome. Got back, listened to the mix. We're like, man, just not, not happy with it. Back mm-hmm. out on tour. But so it was that kind of deal. So we've recorded this album. I think Reverend said the other day, we've recorded it six times. Mm-hmm. maybe more wow, wow. <laughs> yeah. so uh you know it's it's been and then also our studio here which where i'm at now yeah uh, things have changed in here furniture's gone these things have moved so okay. we don't have the 
still got all the same equipment, but the mm -hmm. sound is different. So now we've, we've decided this is bullshit. We've got the songs where we're happy with them, right? which is kind of a blessing that's taken this long because I think we would have done our old thing and just put something out okay. and then be like, ah, oh, never happy with it and not what we wanted people to really hear. Gotcha. So I think it. I think the break has been good for that, for sure. But it wasn't intended. <laughs> it wasn't intended. So, so, it wasn't intended. Plus the surgery thing. And then right, COVID. that's, that's what I was going to ask you also, yeah. So the surgery, Reverend had uh, shoulder surgery, mm -hmm. like pretty hardcore one that put him down for a little while. But we, we decided to do that because we were on tour. Uh, our band, the Dodge, a lot of our fans know the story about the Dodge ProMaster that mm -hmm. broke down and brand new van and right. Dodge uh, wasn't helping us at all. And so basically our spirits were broke. Mm -hmm. We're on tour. We had to cancel the last week of the tour because our spirits were broke and we, we were just kind of going through the motions at the shows. Wow. We were in uh, Spartanburg and we played at Ground Zero. And Ground Zero. Mm -hmm. We pushed it. We played our asses off with them because we, you know, we love love Ground Zero. And, mm -hmm. But after the show, we, me and Reverend, had both said to each other, we, you know, it feels doesn't feel natural. We're, you know, we're, we're just in another space, mm -hmm. and we didn't want to do that for the last four shows that we had, so we canceled that tour. That was a Dodge situation, so we didn't have a touring vehicle, mm -hmm. so we decided to record. And that didn't work out. So Reverend's shoulder had gotten to the point where it was pretty bad and just hurt to play. Right. So he uh, he decided now's the time. We had a Europe tour going on that got canceled. Uh, so we had a shoulder surgery, mm. trigger finger, and back surgery. Wow. So in the meantime, I had moved to Colorado. And we had a show uh, and stuff. So we did did one show, and then he had his surgeries. The recovery time was pretty lengthy. Mm. Uh, and during that time, I played a bunch of solo shows right. to help pay bills, which also in turn helped me uh, confidence and, and chops and everything else. And I kept writing and stuff. So some of those songs are on this new album. Got him all healed up and a lot better now. So the break was necessary for that part. The other part was kind of unplanned and just shit happens, you know. Right. But, yeah, but uh, seven years is a long time. <laughs> you know, that wasn't intended, but yeah, yeah, I think yeah. it's. I think it's been like I said earlier. Uh, sorry to keep dragging on, but I oh, think it's. Good. I think it's been good because the songs have evolved to what they are now. Now they're now they're fucking killer. Like awesome, when you hear a song, you know when you lay a track down and you hear it back and you're like, "Fuck yeah, one hundred percent." You want the world to hear that <laughs> because it makes you feel good. That's when you know it's good. Yeah, and we're kind of like not not uh, we're we're doing that with every track on this song until we're at till we're that till we're the fuck yeah point. Yeah, until it's there, we're not happy with it. So, and no, uh, man, you guys just keep doing what you're doing, man. It's working. It is definitely working, man. I'm feeling it most definitely. I'm looking forward to this next one, indeed. Uh, yeah, dude. So, so you guys have a cult following of whiskey dickers, as I like to say, it. whiskey <laughs> dickers, <laughs> dickheads. <laughs> so, so, dickhead. uh, where does whiskey dick get the most love? Oh man, that's a good question. Let me think for a second because there's <laughs> we have our spots, you know, for real. We do uh, have our spots, um, and a lot of them are kind of tied up. Honestly, uh, let's see. You know, we do really well in North Colorado. Mm -hmm. We have uh, North Colorado, like uh, the Huntington Beach, California area. Okay, Nebraska. Mm. Our fucking. These are these are the spots that I'm saying like these are our fucking family. You know what I mean? Gotcha. They gotcha. take care of us right. really well. Uh, Nebraska, mm -hmm. um, Huntington Beach, North Colorado, mm -hmm. and then of course North Carolina. 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, solid shit there in Morrisville, uh, Salisbury, all, yeah. all, all of the North Carolina area. Uh, feels like home when we're there, you know. Awesome. And, of course, Green Bay. Mm-hmm. We Green got Bay. I could keep going, but yeah. those those are like the, the fucking core ones that when we go there, we we might take two days off. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Really? To hang with our people and, and stay. Oh, man, that's awesome. Food and, yeah, yeah. So, the hell fucking vocate, uh, on, I went on vacation. I just flew up to Ohio to visit uh, some friends. Me and Honeycutt flew in. He flew in from Seattle. I flew in from Dallas mm-hmm. for a weekend. Just took our guitars and went up there and hung out and fucking took it easy with, with our friends in That's Ohio. Awesome. We, play, we play shows there all the time. So That's yeah. awesome, man, where you can feel at home. You know, as you're speaking to, you can feel at home no matter where you go when you go to these. Yeah, places. that's, that's awesome, just stateside. Man. That's stateside. You right. Know, we have mm-hmm. those spots in Europe too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Germany and Spain and France and the same thing where they they put us up and we get we you know we teach them how to make Texas tacos and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, sir, man. Cause man, my my daughter, um, one of my daughters, uh, she got her uh, master's degree at Stephen F. Austin. Uh, oh, right on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we you we went down, you know, we drove down to Texas, man. Yeah, indeed, indeed. She had a great time down there. Did her thing. She's working on her her educational doctorate right now. Nice. And, uh, yeah, they're having a good time. Actually, my three kids are about to fly to Punta Cana tomorrow, cause uh. Yeah, they're, they're, they're going down there to have a good time because it's, the, it's my twins. I have a boy oh, and a nice. girl twins and I have an older daughter. But they're all flying together down to Punta Cana uh, for the twins' birthday uh, on April 29th. So they're just like, nice. man, we're going. You know, so That's it's all killing. Up. going with yeah. them? No, 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 no. Oh. The, wife, the wife and I are here. <laughs> yeah, said, the wife oh, and I are here. They we ain't bringing pops with us. <laughs> <laughs> they know I'd have a good time, too. Right. <laughs> That's they cool, know I'd man. have a very good time. Yeah, man. But now, nah, man, just everywhere you go. And, like, I'm glad you answered it also because I wanted to know about Europe also. And then you answered that part of the question also, man. So that's 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 beautiful. That's beautiful. Oh, yeah. So how was it playing at Wacken? And do you oh. like the bigger festival vibe or more intimate shows? I got chills when you just asked me that. Yeah. That's how, yeah. That tells you something. Two, two fat guys with acoustic guitars. I, I, how do you top that shit? Well, yeah. I'll tell you in a minute <laughs> how you top it. But Vakken with Wacken, Vakken, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've said it. I don't know which is the right way. You probably said Wacken is probably how it is. You know, we're, we're English. So. <laughs> <laughs> First off, they treat the bands like amazing, man. They are so good to the artist. It, right. It's unreal. I mean, yeah. I could go on for days, all the little details that they mm-hmm. do. Uh, so that was something wild that mm-hmm. we never experienced. That uh, just that alone was like crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fans were uh, unreal, man. Uh, so, real quick story: we pulled up. They have they bus us in these nice Mercedes Sprinter right. vans from yep. the artist area mm-hmm. to the stage because it's mm-hmm. the whole town. Right. So we get over there to the backstage and they show us around. Here's you drinks and i didn't drink but they're like blah 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 mm-hmm. so they uh showing us around taking an excellent care of us stage manager comes up to me uh because i'm obviously the one that's able to talk <laughs> <laughs> everybody else is like fuck so uh, so he comes up to me and he says you guys about ready and I was, yeah man we'll see if they like us yeah. And I, I, right as I said that, the whole crowd, we couldn't see them because of the big uh, stage backdrop. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But we could hear the crowd over there. But yeah. as soon as he said that, they started chanting our band name. Wow. The whole crowd. And uh, that's when I was like, oh, it hit me. I was like, oh, shit. I was like, well, we." Uh, I looked at him and he started smiling. He goes, I, I, think, they, I think they're ready. And I said, man, I, I said, well, shit, uh, now we can't mess up because they know who we are. <laughs> I was like, that's when I got nervous. Like, before, I was like, man, I could, I could fuck this song all up. They wouldn't know because they don't know who we are. <laughs> Wrong. 
wrong. <laughs> but, so it was yeah. like excitement and fear at the same time. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Reverend, luckily, Reverend had a bottle of Jim Bean they gave him. Right. So his nerves were cool as cool as could be. <laughs> he was slicker now, shit, man. Me, me, I was like, I'm wearing my shades the whole time because right. y'all can't see me, right? Uh-huh. But we get up there, I'm sober. I don't drink anymore. Right. So we get up there and uh I'm like, all right, we, I got this because people were there's still grass, you could still see green at mm-hmm. first. Man, we brought our little one little fishman power uh performer amp on stage, right? With the guitars, mm-hmm. giant stage, yes. drum riser. I want like, oh, that's, that's it. it. That's, yeah, that's it. We're like, yeah, that's it. <laughs> We sat down, the two of us. You've seen the footage or something, but uh, we sat down and started doing the sound check. And I, uh, shit, man, I like sound check. People started coming, running, running, coming over. And I'm like, shit, let's do it. Let's do it. Right. We go, all, whole time I'm thinking, don't break a string, don't break a string, <laughs> don't break a string. <laughs> but the crowd was amazing, man. They, yeah. they loved it. The vibe was cool. Yeah. The feeling, the rush was amazing, intense. I was shaking, nervous. I probably pissed a little bit. Uh, <laughs> it was right. Ra- it was it was amazing, man. Oh, and like you. I said, they they took so good, such good care of us, the fans, the people mm-hmm. that work at Bach, and uh, uh, took such such good care of us that it just felt natural. Oh, which was amazing to me to be on that big of a scale and have mm-hmm. that vibe of playing in like, like we were Uncle Bucks. Right, and, indeed. You know what I mean? Indeed. And, uh, indeed. and to see the Whiskey Dick uh, shirts up front and yeah. the Texas flag the dude from Spain brought. And wow. It was amazing. People uh, people were crying when we played Fallen Heroes. Yes, yes. It was it was. That's the video I watched also. You can't see it right now, but I got chills. I do. Listen, I do too. Let me tell you something. (laughs) I am a super, I tell everybody this and I want people to really understand this. I am a super visual person. Sometimes that's a bad thing when people talk about certain things because I see everything. Even if I'm just talking to you on the phone, I'm picturing you. And when you're yeah, saying what you're saying, I'm picturing it's like a movie just running in front of my, you know, in my eyes, my head. So when you're saying that, I'm getting chills also because I'm just picturing it. I was just like, oh man, it's awesome. It's intense, man. It yeah. was, it was badass. And, and, to hear you, and to hear you, I'm sorry for cutting you off. And to hear you speak about, um, you know, having those nerves and stuff like that. Because I, I asked Corey Lowry from Cedar, you know, you play stuff. Oh, right. And I was like, Corey, man, do you do you ever get butterflies? Do you get nervous or whatever? He's just like, of course I do. He said, if you don't get nervous before a show, he's like, hey, he said, I might have to question you. <laughs> you know, like, what's going on? He said, because right. you want to do well and you want to, you know, it's that anticipation. But the moment that you get up there and you walk on stage, then it's gone. Because I all your folks go, you, yeah. I got a shit or I'm out of you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's that's awesome, thing, those are the things that let you know you still have that passion too. Passion for it, yeah. yeah. And uh, I love that he said that because I totally agree with him on that. Like, if you ain't getting that, especially in those situations and those type of shows, right. if you ain't getting that, then you ain't, you're not feeling it anymore. You need to check yourself and get that back. Indeed. It's Indeed. a good feeling. You right. might have to go puke real quick, but until you get it done, get out there and do it. Get it done. Get it done. <laughs> so, I mean, the, the second part of that question was, um, you know, the bigger festivals or more intimate shows, which one do you like playing better or, or does it matter? We we actually prefer, we like the smaller intimate, intimate shows. Uh, shows, man. Yeah. yeah. Um, because we, a lot of times we just get, our eyes are closed, man, mm-hmm. and we're lost. Um, we're, we're, we're still the songs that we wrote and released in 2005 when we play them live, we still feel them like we did back then. Awesome. Awesome. So, uh, I feel like any show for us is good. Anytime it's our therapy, but we love the intimate shows yeah. because we hang out, you know, we like to hang out with people. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's our friends. That's, it's an honor for them to like our music. We right. feel so we feel blessed that they're even digging it. 
Uh, and if they want to stick around and hang out and talk like the intimate settings, that's, we love that shit. You know, the, that's, that's where it's at. The big festivals are off awesome too. Mm-hmm. Especially the ones where we're playing with bands where like, you know, crowbar was at Bakken and they were, mm-hmm. their tent was next to us. We know those guys. So it was that part of the festival aspect is awesome. Uh, not just the vibe and that feeling that you get mm-hmm. that rush from that big stage and the crowd, but yeah. also the, the, the camaraderie of the other fans. musicians yes. and the fans, because right. some of the fans don't get to see you on a regular and they're at those festivals. So that connection, but the intimate part, man, it's just, it's a lot easier to get lost in the music on yeah. those instrument ones. You yeah, know what I'm saying? It's something different. It definitely is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, wanted, I wanted to make sure I told you also, because I, I, you know, I talked to Blaine about getting him a writer on the show, and, and it, yeah. he told me to tell you hello. He said, oh, sure yeah. tell those guys that I, I say hello. I, I will. Cool. Please, please uh, tell them the same. We love all of them, man. Yes, indeed. Yes, yeah, that's family right there. Indeed. <laughs> We're still playing Hate and Whiskey, man. We we play their song all the time. Right. They, right. they let us record that and put it on the album. Awesome. And then uh, we also did it in our other band, Black Eyed Vermilion. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did the same song, but a different version that Reverend uh, slowed the music down for it. And then Gary sings on it. But uh, anytime we play that song, man, we always give them props because they're they're nothing but nothing but beautiful people yes, uh, they are. Def- definitely some great individuals but yeah definitely so how difficult or easy has it been to be you know being signed to yourselves all on yeehaw records except for bastard sons of texas right on rusty knuckles like right but you kind of said uh, earlier that you guys really did you know diy yourselves so you know yeah how's that been it's actually been really good surprisingly not knowing what the hell we're doing uh, mm-hmm. with the streaming stuff was a big learning curve, you know? Right. But uh, we, we've actually done really well with it on our own. Uh, and I think a lot of it has to do with Reverend uh, researching a lot. Mm-hmm. And, and he's really good at finding out what the avenues we need to do. But gotcha. then the, uh, when Rusty Knuckles came along, that was a big, help for us uh because we had tune core and stuff which was there's it's it's nice that they the industry has these avenues that guys like me and 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 you and everybody else can get their music up on these sites right so uh but you know labels have a little bit more of an edge and they have a little more connections to get the digital out right uh, streaming uh, stuff so that was huge for us to get with Rusty Knuckles. Yeah, that was a big step because uh, they had the different streaming avenues other than just what you normally think of. Yeah, and, and but these, it's been, these, been, these been pretty labels, well doing it on our own. Yeah, yeah, these record labels have more to do with streaming than we even than we even recognize. <laughs> <laughs> right, They're, they got their hands always in everything. Believe yeah. me, they do. They do. And, I, yeah. and then yeah. we always tell any any young band or, or band that's been around that's wanting to really take the business aspect seriously. Mm-hmm. We always tell them if they ask us for any advice, we we always tell them about sound exchange, registering with them, and, and making sure you. You're registered with them uh, right. and all your publishing things. and You know, just the important shit that uh, a lot of bands don't know about because right. it's the information's not out there. So we like to, Reverend's really, like I said, good at researching. Mm-hmm. And we love to share that information with anybody that needs it um, because, you know, shit, man, it's, it's not right there in your face. So there is a lot of ways to do it, but we didn't ever really struggle too bad with, with it for some reason. Um, and I think a lot of it had to do with us being on the road out there mm-hmm. to, help, uh, to just touring like crazy. And uh, people are like, oh, they're not here. I want to hear that. Where's that? You know? Right. So, but the label aspect definitely helps big time having that. And uh, like, you know, doing everything DIY, it helps take a little bit of the, pressure off too so indeed so so what's the what's the most uh amount of shows you guys did have done in a year um uh, we counted one time it was uh i think 
one year, I can't remember the year, mm -hmm. might have been 2016 mm -hmm. or seven, 16 or 17. We did, it was right at uh, 289 shows. And that, yeah, that's including uh, some hometown shows because if we, if we were gone that long, Reverend would be divorced. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that was uh, I think that was 2017. Actually, <laughs> we we almost hit 300 shows in the year. Yeah, um, yeah it was that was wild. Uh, yeah. It was crazy. But that's really that's really been on the road getting at it, man. And we didn't even realize it because we just loved to play. So we were like, "What? Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was that many. Like, well, that, but that makes it better though if you're not really even you know." Right, you're going from here to there to there to there to there. It all becomes just like, man, we get on the stage, we perform, we do our thing, man. That's, yeah. that's beautiful, man. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. So that's part of the reason why we had to have surgeries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make and listen, and, and you spoke about shoulder, back, every yeah, one of those bigger. things that you said, man. I I have some issues with one of those, and I don't even play an instrument like that, man. But my thumb. You know, it's from me smacking people around now. Just <laughs> with oh, my yeah. thumb and my back and my shoulder. Man, come on, man. Yeah. Those things, as we get older, no yeah. joke. No joke. And, and we, don't heal up as, we don't heal up as quick as we used to. No. Yeah. It, honestly, like my 40th birthday, I was, it was like, all right, here it comes. Get ready. <laughs> like, damn. Like, a, like that. Ever yeah, since then, man, I've been. Why does that hurt? <laughs> <laughs> People keep texting me. Sorry, I'm gonna get rid no, of it. No, you good, man. This, this is all this this we it's live and live with the Lord, man. This is all a part of it, man. We're gonna Hell do yeah. what we do. <laughs> I love so the you, title too, man. I love man, the title. You, thank you, man. Thank you, man. And, you know, I wanted to do somebody asked me to do a podcast like when podcasting first started, way back when. And I was like, man, I want to be an artist, man. I'm not trying to do any podcast. They was like, you love to run your mouth, man. Do that. <laughs> you love to just run your mouth. So I, he, the guy bought me, the guy named Rodney Love, he bought me all these books and stuff, man. And I kind of browsed. Well, I really it was like, nah, nah, nah. And then, you know, pandemic stuff and everybody was doing something differently. And, um, and I was just like, let me look into this. So I did a little thing with my son. My son and I have a little going in podcast that we kind of laugh and clown with each other and, and talk about certain things. But, man, it's been good. And I'm having a good time. And just like I said, I'm so thankful to Chris. And uh, Joshua actually, Joshua Toomey, actually put me on to Chris Aiken. And Chris is a big fan. Oh, Chris nice. is a great guy. And, um, you know, Scott Bowling uh, with Good Company also. Uh, man, all these guys are amazing, amazing podcasters, man. And I'm just enjoying myself. And I'm thankful that they're bringing me along and showing me the ropes and and you know, doing what I'm doing. So I me I'm too, because I'm I'm here with you right now because of that. So I'm I'm thankful too. Man, yeah, that's man. awesome, man. I'm yeah. stoked for you. And yeah, you know, uh, you do have the gift of gas. <laughs> uh, and most people, most people, uh, but you, you know, that's good. That's good. <laughs> so man, you might have found you might have found a calling, man. man uh, I love to rub my mouth, man, because you know I write all the time. You know, love the music like crazy. I love all yeah. genres of music, but I love to. But I get. To, but I also tell people, I love to listen too. When you got something to yeah. say, man, I want to shut up and be quiet. And, yeah. and, and as uh, and my wife always says, "Why are you always bringing me up?" But the thing is, she's like, he loves to listen, but he loves to talk. <laughs> We got a lot oh of comment God. on that, man, because I can <laughs> I, I can ramble. I'm a rambler, man. You gotta tell me, hey man, next question. No, no, I, I, <laughs> I appreciate it. To me, I want you to give all the information that you want to give, man, because I'm I'm excited. Beyond oh, the yeah. people, I, yeah, I want everybody to love it, but I'm excited about what you're saying and, and hearing what you're talking about. So that's what's good for me. You know, I'm that's just like, funny. yeah, man, that's interesting. Yeah, I like that because once again, I see everything. So yeah. it's just beautiful to me. So yeah, yeah. Um, Yeehaw Entertainment yeah. Incorporated. Tell us more about this company. That's, uh, yeah, we decided to get uh, incorporated. Uh, I believe it was 2013. Mm -hmm. um, we had our, our lawyer, our attorney, you know, did all the paperwork and stuff. We were like 
DBA before, you know, uh, for a long time, mm -hmm. but we decided to go with the corporation for tax purposes, uh, for all of that right. and like publishing all the stuff that we need, we needed to get, get it legit. Mm -hmm. And this is all we've done for the last 17 years. So it is a legitimate business. Oh, so we, we decided to get it, uh, put that in, in paper and, uh, signed off on but uh, you know all that so uh it's, it's the we started doing it basically for tax purposes mm -hmm. um because it was just well, it made more sense and it was a lot easier to do it that way um but since then we've you know we we made it more into uh not just that we also do merchandise mm -hmm. uh, right. For, right. for other bands uh friends of ours or, or whoever so we, we like to help our, our friends out on the road when they're on tour, make them some merch, send it to them. Right. Uh, and we kind of low cut uh, the big merch companies. We gotcha. undercut them big time. Uh, so we've, we've kind of grown as a company, mm -hmm. honestly. And like new vehicles and stuff like that, we're able to put under the company name. So right. that's kind of we did all of that. It's just a process, I think, if any band wants to take it serious, they need to eventually do that at some point, you know? Yeah. It's an no. important step. Yeah. I, I, I went out there and created my LLC for my five Royals entertainment. I, you know, I had to do it. I've been wanting to do it for a long time. And I was just like, man, I got to get all my business uh, stuff correct. And I know my boy are relentless from the band Vengeance out in California. Relentless. Is oh, yeah. That's my dude. He's amazing. Yeah. Uh, relentless, you know, he was always telling me, man, you got to do this, you got to do that, you know, and sometimes as artists, we just want to be artists. Right. And, but there's so much more to this business, man, that we really have to understand. And, you know, I'm still learning, you know, I, yeah, I, but too. I want to learn now. I'm so interested yeah. in learning now because, yeah, uh, you know, I want to continue. And a lot of it too, uh, uh, and, uh, you know, a lot of it too was um, the avenues of our music Mm -hmm. Not just art. I'm saying ours is a collective music mm -hmm. musicians, but it's out there so much, and right. somebody's getting money for it. You know what I'm saying? But yes, sir. Um, the artists, uh, <laughs> as as artists, like you said, we just want to create and perform mm -hmm. and just be ourselves. Um, so it's tough to do the business aspect of it, yes. but it's necessary That's because true. once you start putting your music out there. I mean, we didn't know Sound Exchange existed until a friend of ours told us about it. Right. And uh, there, there was probably thousands of dollars sitting in there. And once you don't claim it, it goes to the record company. Yes. You know, it gets dispersed. That's right. So there's a lot of artists that don't know about that that should. Yeah. Because they, they could pay their electric bill with that shit. <laughs> you know. But it's just, it's necessary stuff these days um because there's so much so easy for our art to get out there 100 so it's important i think for artists to to get on board with learning and, and like you i'm eager man i'm always eager to learn so is reverend he's constantly you know making sure we're basically making sure we're not getting screwed over but there's mm -hmm. also other avenues of shit too that's important that the business aspect right so Love we love we we love to just play music all the time, but when you're doing it yourselves, that's it don't happen. <laughs> if you want it world. to be successful, a different world when you're doing it by yourself, man. Because you know how much money it takes to even get to a certain level, man. Oh yeah. When you when you see that, like what it takes that much to break into artists, it takes what? Oh yeah. my goodness, man. So, it, yeah. It's a life investment, basically yeah. commitment. Yeah, yeah, my boy Keith Neto, manager, he's he always keeps it as real as can be. And he's been with a lot of with gigantic bands. He's just like, hey man, I'm just keeping it real with you guys. This is That's what cool. goes on, you know, relentless the same way. This is what goes on, man. It ain't real pretty, but yeah, it, man. It, but you can be happy doing it if you do it right. Yes, indeed. But now, hey, listen, great segment right there. Ladies and gentlemen, great segment of information of when you're learning. See, this is what live and loud with the Lord does. We entertain as well as educate, man. That's Information, right. man. Get your pencil out. Right? Yes. Learn some shit. <laughs> <laughs> beautiful thing. 
So listen, man, it's been great. And I think I'll end on this question right here. So what uh, does Whiskey Dick, what's the plans for Whiskey Dick in 2022 for the rest of 2022? Cool. Yeah, I got, uh, so we just hooked up with uh, a new booking company, uh, Stanford Something Group. Mm-hmm. They're working on tours. We've got some big tours coming up towards the end of the year. Uh, so we'll be announcing that. But uh, coming up right now, we've got a couple of local shows next week mm-hmm. um, here in town uh, in Fort Worth in the Arlington area. In June, uh, we get out. We're getting out. So right. we're putting on our dancing shoes. <laughs> in June, we start out. We play a festival of. Uh, in, in Nebraska that we play all the time, uh, Pondstock. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of artists. Pondstock? Pondstock. P-O-N-D stock? P-O-N-D, uh, yep. Okay. And it's in, it's in Trenton, Nebraska. Mm-hmm. Uh, we play it every year. We play that festival. Uh, so we got that coming up in June. That's the first kickoff of the month. Mm-hmm. And from there, we got our friend uh, Honeycutt, who I mentioned earlier, James. Uh, we leave together, the three of us. Uh, we got some shows in uh, Salt Lake and a couple of Wyoming shows. And then we come back to Colorado, play another festival uh, in Fort Collins called uh, Choice City Stomp, mm-hmm. which is a, a pretty regular thing there that uh, they support bands that come through and, and really good festival. Right. So after that festival, uh, we we fly over to Europe, the three of us, mm-hmm. uh, for uh, Muddy Roots Europe and Belgium. Mm. Uh, they believe it's called Muddy Roots Reloaded 2 this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's a festival there in Vordam, Belgium, that we played a couple times. The artists from all over the world come in and play. Uh, pretty cool time. Uh, then from there we come back, and that's pretty much the month of June. And uh, then we've got, well, let's see, July we've got a a, a van a national, the Van Nationals in Ohio that we're mm-hmm. doing on the twenty first of July. Right, that's a big big van festival. Mm-hmm. So all these people that got badass vans are coming out and bringing their cool <laughs> vans and shit. And we're gonna play and some oh. other bands playing. Oh, uh, so that's July, and then. Uh, August, we've got uh, Hell on Wheels Chopper show. That's the annual thing that we're doing. Uh, this will be our second time to play that. That's in Fort Madison, Iowa. Mm-hmm. And I believe that's the 13th of August. Mm-hmm. So we've got some stuff spread out in those months. Gotcha. But be on the lookout because there's big tour announcement coming real soon. Um, I can't announce it right now, but uh, November, November, December this year, uh, we're we're gonna hit the road, uh, and we're gonna be fucking tearing it up, playing some some killer shows on a tour. Uh, we got blocked off, so looking forward to that announcement. Plus, in the meantime, this album is a uh, top priority right now, and we've been saying for a long time we're getting it out to you guys. And I want to apologize for saying that for so long. <laughs> <laughs> you want to make but it we right? We are actually That's- getting it out. Um, so we're working together with uh, Onama Media Group and Rusty Knuckles as well, um, and uh, Stand for Something Group, our booking agency, all together on this release. Um, so our studio time we've got set down in Austin, Million Dollar Sound, um, on May 12th through the weekend, uh, we'll be finishing up the, the album. Then it's off to production from there and we'll be getting it out there'll be announcements on how we're going to release it first Mm -hmm. because we've got some something a little special different that nobody's done before that we're doing for this album release yeah so but it's on the way for real this time (laughs) and uh and hopefully uh in the 2022 you will have victory or death in your fucking ear holes (laughs) yeah Indeed, and I know myself as well as everybody else are looking forward to it. Listen, oh, yeah. man, once again, there hasn't been one show I've had that I haven't enjoyed myself 
so much, man. I'm telling you, I am having a ball. And I want everybody else to enjoy it like I enjoy it. Because I'm having Me a ball. Too, I man. smile, I laugh all the time because I am having a great time. So I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you for being here. Thank you for being yes. on the big guy's little show. I'm having a, once again, having a great time. And tell the Reverend, I felt his energy. Regardless yeah. if his face wasn't there, he was there. He's he there. Did. I feel He's always. If you see me, you're seeing him. That's right. Exactly. That's true. That's exactly right, man. You guys represent it well, man. And thank you once again so much. So, thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies, you know what? Hold on. Let me pull back. Is there anything else that you want to plug, man? Your your social media websites and all that. Let me not forget that. Is there, what yeah, else yeah. Wanna, yeah, yeah, yeah. Say that. Definitely. Thank you. Yeah. So, uh, of course, our Facebook and Instagram, we're on there. Uh, our band camp is pretty new. Mm -hmm. So get on there and check that out. we got a lot of cool shit going on on there. Also, uh, I meant to bring this up earlier, so I'm glad you brought up. Our website is being revamped right now, and it's almost it's almost up live uh, within this this week. It should be up live, I think. Mm -hmm. um, our web designer uh, Zuma uh, Zuma Designs. She's she Michelle. There she's amazing, dude. Uh, the websites it looks great. I can't wait for everybody to see it. Awesome. Um, and from the website has we'll have all our media links, uh, merch tour uh tour shows list uh, there's also going to be an email where you can keep in touch with us mm -hmm. which we attempted before and failed at poorly <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to have all this new stuff on our site where you can keep in touch with us in whatever avenue you choose so a lot of cool shit and exciting and and uh a lot of that stuff so yeah that's that was the other thing I wanted to talk about, man. So oh, cool, the, cool, the cool. website and the band camp, for sure. If you get a chance, check out the band camp, and we'll have the website up live hopefully this weekend. Uh, it'll be all good to go, and you can check all the links out. So good shit. So everybody's going to be able to reach you with because there's nobody else with, with that name, Whiskey Dick. Right. So all they have to do is just pull up Whiskey Dick, and they're going to find what they need? Yep. If you Google images, mm -hmm. you know, we made our moms real proud because if you, if you Google image, image whiskey dick, we're the new dick pic. We are the dick pic. Hey, mom, I can't buy you yes. a Cadillac. I can't buy you the Cadillac that you wanted or the house, but we're the new dick pic. She's proud. She's proud. <laughs> Send it out, ladies. It's coming. It's coming. <laughs> Awesomeness, man. Awesome. Yeah, we're easy, we're easy to find. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I said we're easy to find. So <laughs> <laughs> what good, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. Awesome. Awesome way to end it. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, this is live and loud with the Lord. Lord. Nelson, that is, <laughs> with the great, amazing Fritz from Whiskey Dick, but but we know that the Reverend is there also. That's so, right. hey, man, once again, thank you so much, man. I appreciate thank you, you man. Another great show, man. Thanks a I really billion. Appreciate it. I really it appreciate blast. it. And uh, hopefully we get to see you soon, man. We were trying to make it over to the East Coast yes. uh, in one of these, one of these months. And... Uh, I'll let you know, man. We'll get together. If you're close, I'm definitely coming to see you. There's no doubt about it, man. There's no doubt about it. All right, man. Well, big, big love, man. Big, yes, huge love to you, yes, man. Yeah. The same to you. Reciprocated, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Always big love to you and all of yours, man, your family and everybody, too. And uh, thank you so much for having me on, man. All y'all out there, keep watching Lord Nelson. Live and loud with the Lord. Make it a make it part of your church, by God. Do it. <laughs> hey, Do man, it. listen, that's a good promo. I'm going to definitely use that. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Thanks so much, man. Thank you so much.
Are you ready to rock, Phoenix? Saturday, September the 10th, we will rock together as Live Nation and Heavy Metal Television present Alice in Chains. The Seattle Heavyweights return to the Akchin Pavilion on Saturday, September the 10th. Special guests for this show are modern rockers Breaking Benjamin and Bush. Your chance to win free tickets is now. Just visit the link below, submit your information, and you will be entered to win a pair of tickets to see Alice in Chains, Breaking Benjamin, and Bush at the Akchin Pavilion on Saturday, September 10th. Keep watching heavy metal television for your chance to win tickets to more great concerts from Live Nation.